We have quite a day for uh, women's leadership in our uh, community here at JM and the AM. Not not done purposely, frankly. Uh, we have the folks from Joma joining us in a moment. We have uh, Hadassah Lieberman with her brand new book at 8 o'clock. And I believe Linda Spiegel is supposed to join us from the Margaret Teets Rehab Center about the event coming up on the 27th. So we salute uh, many great women in our community who have uh, taken leadership roles and are doing great work, including the folks at Joma. I had an, oppor- uh, an opportunity just a moment ago to tell Dr. Knoll, who's going to join us in a moment, I told her off the air uh, just how what, what I've said on the air. Uh, just how the experience with Joma has um, has shown us uh, the incredible uh, leadership skills that the people in the healthcare industry have in our community, and how much great work they're doing outside of the um, outside of the uh, you know their typical job, outside of what they do on a daily basis, in terms of reaching out. And um, today, I remind you. That if you are a healthcare professional, there is at 9 p.m. Eastern Time tonight a special live stream town hall, a virtual live stream town hall called COVID 19 Vaccine and You. It's for healthcare professionals. If you go to joma.org, you'll see a pop up immediately that lets you register for tonight's event. And in this era of, um, I'd like to say post COVID, <laughs> I don't know if that would be accurate, <laughs> but in this era of hopefully the tail end of COVID, it is important that healthcare professionals are up to date and getting the latest information. So you have that opportunity coming up later on. Go to joma.org, J-O-W-M-A.org for information. Joma, of course, is the Jewish Orthodox Women's Medical Association. Dr. Miriam Knoll is with us live via telephone, a board-certified radiation oncologist at Advanced Radiation Oncology Services at uh, serves rather at the Montefiore Nyack Hospital in New York. She's president of the Jewish Orthodox Women's Medical Association. She's a uh, Forbes Healthcare contributor, writes to the American Society of Clinical Oncology, Connection, and numerous other media outlets, serves as Associate Senior Editor of the American Society of Radiation Oncology's peer-reviewed journal, Advances in Radiation Oncology. And uh, Dr. Miriam Knoll joins us live via telephone. A pleasure to welcome you to JM in the AM. Thank you so much for having me, and I have to tell you, I'm a huge fan <laughs> through my many years of training and early commutes. Uh, you were, you know, you always accompanied me on my on my commute. So thank you, thank you. I appreciate that very much. I would assume people in your professional, when they're doing these uh, all nighters, they need a little excitement to keep them awake early in the morning. So I hope we were able to <laughs> exactly to provide that exactly. for you. Yeah, you, yep. you find so it's really an honor to speak with you directly. I appreciate that you find people in your profession tuning in it. Strange hours of the uh, day and night. Uh, Dr. Knoll, I told you off the air. I'll tell you um, a part of it on the air. Uh, your organization, I, I heard this from a couple of listeners yesterday, ironically enough. Uh, your organization is doing a tremendous amount to alert people about the importance of the COVID-19 vaccine, its efficacy, its recommendation, uh, meaning JOMA's recommendation that people uh, get the vaccine and contribute to community and, of course, greater uh, community um, uh, herd immunity. And um, one of the things that we've learned through this experience, we'll talk about tonight's event, and of course we'll talk about the vaccine, but one of the things we've learned from this experience with JOMA is just how many topics you and the leaders and the lay people in the organization are undertaking. I mean, it's amazing how much information there is for so many sensitive issues in our community. And look, you're obviously familiar with you know radiation oncology. When it, mm-hmm. when it comes to oncology and when it comes to so many other departments in the medical field 
there are so many sensitivities to our community. If one would just sit and and start making a list of things to be concerned about in each category, we are a unique community. Does it feel sometimes like it's impossible to keep up with all of our special needs and all of our special situations? So I, I have to say that, you know, the way that we've been able to grow at such an incredible pace and offer incredible content that's up-to-date and also geared towards the Orthodox community is really only because our incredible volunteers. Yeah. You probably know this already, you know, we're a non-for-profit organization. We were founded two years ago in 2019. We have uh, almost 300 members of Orthodox women, physicians, trainees, medical students, and pre-medical students. And Everyone volunteers their time. Nobody gets paid. Nobody gets a stipend. Nobody gets anything. But, you know, I, part of it is who they are as people are volunteers and also their passion for sharing health education. So, you know, when they go to work, and I myself have a full-time job. I'm a radiation <laughs> oncologist. Yep. I do this, you know, as my volunteer work, right. right? So, you know, when you're speaking with a firm person, they yes, yes, they're a person, and yes, their health, you know, concerns are going to be, you know, not necessarily different in terms of curing their cancer or, you know, their women's health concerns or COVID vaccines. They're instinctively just about health, but the way that we want to speak to them and explain things to them is going to be very specific, right? A hundred percent. Just the COVID experience taught us that. If you think yeah. about if you think about the questions that had to go to rabbis and the situations that you yeah. as healthcare professionals became aware of in the hospital, not just for yourselves, but obviously yeah. for the patients as well. I mean, the list was endless. Dr. Miriam Knoll is with us, president of JAMA. Now, uh, you have the event tonight, which we'll talk about. How did Sunday night's event go, the one that was specifically uh, for college teachers, doulas, and mikvah attendants? It, it went amazingly well. We had hundreds of attendees, registrants. We had, you know, college teachers, doulas, um, you know, mikvah attendants from literally all over the world. So all over the United States, Canada, Australia, Israel, Belgium, wow. South Africa. Um, we had. <laughs> that's an, that's another thing. At, I apologize to yeah. interrupt you. That's another thing we ne- that we never, meaning I never considered, and that is that this is a global effort. You're hearing from healthcare professionals everywhere. Absolutely, absolutely. And this is actually not the first time. So, you know, the this event on Sunday that was geared specifically to, you know, educating, you know, um, mikvah attendants, doulas, college teachers, was actually a follow-up to our work right. a year ago when um, the COVID pandemic first started and people were obviously very concerned about going to the mikvah. Was it safe? Was it something that should be done? Should, who can go? Who can't go? All these things came up. And one of our board members, Dr. Bacheva Lerner Maslow, had a conference with worldwide a, a mikvah professional than Rabbanim to go over the health concerns. And let me be clear, we are not an organization that paskins halacha. Right. We don't, um, you know, um, we don't weigh in on halacha except by discussing the medical, you know, basis for these types of things. Meaning if there's a question, you know, for a rav, and they have a question about the medical issues, we'll weigh in on the, on the medical issues. But we do not pass in halacha or discuss halacha or offer halacha or anything like that yeah, in any ju- of our webinars. Just the opposite. You're calling you know, questions from so many 
who are on the front lines, and then bringing them to responsible rabbis to, to deal with them in a halakhic manner. And, and Frank, yeah, again, and, you know, that's, that's up to them. You know, again, like, if anyone has a lot of questions, they know where to go. That's right. not us. Right. No, <laughs> but, I, I hear... You know, we're able to bring the expertise to right. these discussions, that, and we understand the issues that come up. So yeah, that's what I was going to say. immediately that, you know, the mikvah issue was very, very large, and that's where we put out mikvah guidelines. We shared them with, you know, mikvahs all over the world, and they were able to see, you know, what needs to be done from a medical perspective to make it safe for the mitzvah to continue. Dr. Miriam is with us. Yeah, no question about it. That was my whole point. My whole point was that because you're on the front lines and you can yeah. bring that expertise, I mean, rabbis must be consulting with people like you all the time just to under- understand what's happening in that operating room, yeah. understand what's happening in the radiation room, understand what's happening in the Absolutely. treatment room, et cetera, et cetera, and, of course, in the patient's room as well. Uh, JM in the AM, jauma.org, J-O-W-M-A.org. If you go to the top of the page, you'll see there a tab. Um, an education tab, EDU, and there you'll have a whole host of information about the COVID-19 vaccine, which, of course, we'll get to in a second. Now, tonight's event is about the COVID-19 vaccine, but it's specifically for healthcare professionals. What is your, and we're recommending to anybody who is a healthcare professional, go to jauma.org, J-O-W-M-A.org. There's a pop-up that lets you register immediately for tonight's event. Now, Dr. Noel, what are you expecting? What's the goal for tonight? So the goal for tonight is to train healthcare professionals, which includes, as we know, physicians, nurses, PAs, therapists, um, anyone who is either a healthcare professional or a healthcare professional to be, and help them get the answers that they've been getting from their patients, from their friends, from their colleagues, that they're comfortable sharing information about the vaccine. We know that Everyone's discussing the vaccine. Very often, these conversations can be difficult. People come from different perspectives, and there's a lot of distrust in the vaccine, in the medical community, in government, in our leaders, and that is absolutely understandable. So what we want to do is offer information in a way that will be easily understood by Everyone who attends, again, patients, friends, colleagues, anyone who's going to ask questions about the vaccine. We have an incredible panel of experts that we've invited. Um, Dr. Valerie Altman is an OBGYN. She'll be speaking, of course, about all the questions people have about fertility concerns, who should get the vaccine, pregnant women, nursing women, all those kinds of questions. Dr. Mark Mulligan is director of the vaccine center at NYU. He actually ran many of the trials to get the vaccine approved. So he has incredible expertise about how the vaccine was designed. And obviously that's very important in terms of understanding why the vaccine is safer than getting infected with COVID-19. And our third speaker is actually a PhD lawyer, Dr. Dorit Rubenstein-Reese, and she does research and is an international expert on vaccine hesitancy. Wow, unbelievable. Uh, the vaccine hesitancy, it's a topic that comes up every time that uh, someone from JOMA is on. Uh, obviously, mm-hmm. for the reasons you just mentioned, there is a, a tremendous push in our community, and for good reason, because there's belief in the efficacy of the vaccine, and, um, and we've spoken to, you know, to people who've actually been on the front lines of approving the vaccine. 
uh, here on this program. Uh, but as you also mentioned, there is a you know a question mark when it comes and, and you're, you're not. How did you put? I don't remember how you put it, but you can understand that people do not trust government. And, yeah, and the, right, and these and these days and these days, it's quite a concern. Uh, all that having been said, I assume you fully endorse and recommend to anybody and everybody again within normal health protocol. Obviously, there are exceptions, and you know the people should ask if they are in an exceptional situation. Uh, you're endorsing that people should take this vaccine. It can only add to the immunity in our community and the immunity in the general. Uh, community. Um, yeah, that, that's, yeah, absolutely. That, it, I, I mean, obviously, that's, there there are rare circumstances where somebody's physician would tell them not to take the vaccine. That would be, you know, very unusual. But you know, for everybody else, absolutely recommending you know the vaccine. But that being said, we understand why people are hesitant. Right, and uh, so and, and that that's why we're looking to share information so that people's concerns are addressed. Yeah, and our goal is to make sure that people have as much information as possible. They feel, rightfully so, that they are making the decision, but really with a lot of info and as much as possible. Tonight, uh, the uh, the live stream virtual town hall is specifically for healthcare professionals. You'll be updated on all of this from your perspective, and we hope that you then join uh, the leaders of the healthcare professional community in our community in spreading the word about the efficacy of the vaccine and how important it is for as many people as possible to get it. If there are patients out there with specific questions, we encourage you, of course, to address those as well, not just to go out there and make blanket statements, but to be there in order to service the needs of those who are uh, in our community. You could register for the event. There'll be a pop-up at joma.org, J-O-W-M-A.org, for tonight's event. It is a platform created to share medical education regarding COVID-19 vaccination safety. All information provided by community leaders in the medical field, as Dr. Knoll outlined a very impressive list of presenters tonight. Dr. Knoll, anything you'd like to add? wanted to add, you know, one component of this, which is that, you know, we're not looking to just tell everyone, you know, yes, the vaccine is the best thing in the world, and, which it is, but, you know, and you're <laughs> crazy if you don't want to take it. That, that's not our goal. Right. Our goal is to share information and be a resource for people. So, you know, you had mentioned the event on Sunday. We've gotten over 30 requests already. Please send us more information. Wow. You no know, attendees so that people can share. And we've created resources, informational materials, educational materials. We're putting together posters that we'll be mailing for doctor's offices, you know, mikvaos. So anyone that wants resources and wants to share resources about the COVID vaccine should please contact us at vaxfacts at joma.org. That's V-A-X. Facts, the F-A-C-T-S at joma.org, because, you know, it's hard for people to find credible information. So what we're doing is really collating those resources for people so that they, you know, don't have to do the work themselves. And, you know, for those who, who are, you know, hesitant and say, well, and, and I hear this a lot because the anti-vaxxer community is quite strong and they, they are, they're bullies. Um, there's really no other way to put it. You know, we've gotten, you know, tremendous, you know, backlash from, you know, anti-vaxxers. You know, to be honest, we don't care. Right. <laughs> We're doctors, you know. So when, you know, I'm an oncologist. When I meet a patient who, you know, has ignored their breast cancer for 10 years and now, unfortunately, you know, it has a cancer that can't be 
um, cured, you know, I understand, you know, there are people who don't believe in Western medicine. There's, right. there's nothing that we can do at that point, right? But the, the answer is that we need to at least meet people where they are. Right. The anti-vaxxers are not going to stop. They're sharing bad information. They're looking to scare people. They're, 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 what they're doing is really evil. They're really looking to hurt people. So we have to at least meet them, and also offer good information. We can't just ignore it and say, well, you know, whoever doesn't want the vaccine is crazy. Right. No, there are questions, there are concerns, and that's why we're going to you know, meet people where they are and offer them information so that they understand. Look at- and we've already gotten tremendous feedback from people saying, Thanks for answering my questions. I'm going to get vaccinated. Look, I know that um, you know. I'm, I'm sure you get this feeling when uh, when when you're supervising radiation and uh, and um, chemotherapy treatments. Uh, you know, when when something bad for you is going into one's body, you know, it, it's mm-hmm. hard to understand that it's really the best thing for you. And I think that that's where exactly. the anti- the anti-vaxxers take advantage of that. That's something you know that that's identified as the disease is going into your body in whatever responsible right. way it is. And, you know, right. it's hard to convey or hard to believe in certain cases that that could be in the long run beneficial for everybody. But I think over the last 150 years, I think that's been proven, you know, countless times. So, no, oh, ab- absolutely. You know, there are people saying things. I mean, it's hard for me to say this out loud because it's really just so um, insulting and disgusting, honestly. People saying things like, you know, anyone who is either taking the vaccine or um, telling people to get vaccinated, they're comparing them to Nazis, right. to Dr. Mengele. I mean, well, once, are, once you hear the horrible things to say, right. once my you... grandparents were in Auschwitz, for people to say things like that, when somebody comes from our own community, they've met Holocaust survivors to say things like that. I mean, that's right. it's, one, it's, once it's you, unforgivable. Once you hear the desperation of name-calling and bullying, you know that, that nobody's on the other side who wants to just present facts and have an intelligent conversation. No question yeah. about it. But I have to tell you how many you know um, grateful people have reached out saying, you know, I was wondering why people were seeing things like that about the vaccine and the Nazis. I was wondering, you know, where was it coming from? Was it true? And and they said, thank you for saying that it's absolutely false, ridiculous, insulting, and just a horrible thing to say. So, you know, there, there is, you know, a tremendous value in simply saying the truth. No question Even if we're not going to convince everyone, but just offering the facts and saying the truth. How long is your term as president? Um, so I'm actually one of the founders of the organization, so um, I'm as here long, for the long haul. As long, as long as you want, I guess. <laughs> when, it com- <laughs> when it comes to organizations, usually if the person wants to stick around, nobody's objecting. Simple as that. Uh, Dr. Miriam Null reminds you that tonight is the Healthcare Professionals live stream regarding COVID-19. Go to joma.org, J-O-W-M-A.org. Thanks so much for joining us this morning. Thanks so much. Have a great day. Tuesday morning broadcast, JM in the AM.